Our goal isn't to check boxes, right? Our goal is for life change. So what does follow up and follow through look like and who is in charge of that? Which one of those students is in charge of making sure that follow-up happens. It doesn't mean that they have to be the one that texts or calls or meets Correct. with every student that checks a box, but they're the ones who says, hey, Johnny, you're in charge of going to follow up with your friend because you invited three people and one of them checked a box. Will you follow up with them before their head hits the pillow tonight? Working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. This is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling. Welcome everybody to the First Party Podcast. I have with me my friend Steve Cherico. Hey Brad, how you doing? I'm doing very well. Good. Happy summer. It is here. It is here. It is humid and it is wonderful. And the storms are pretty much nonstop and then gone. I would love to have the ocean and the beach where yeah. we live that goes with the storms that we get every day at two o'clock that leave yeah. at four o'clock. Well, that just means I don't need to mow my lawn because it's too wet. My lawn's a mess. Have you looked at mm -hmm. yours lately? Mm -hmm. Yours is bad too, but mine's mm -hmm. worse. <laughs> is this the competition? No, it's just bad. I, I mowed the front the other day and I couldn't get to the back because it started to rain on me. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. Ridiculous. Exactly. All right, enough of that. That's right. What are we talking about today? Well, we are talking about what everybody's thinking about in the first party world, which is the next school year. It's not the next school year. No? No, it's June. We're thinking about the beach. I'm thinking about the next school year. Are you? Yeah. Nice. Emails and calls and trying to get people who are at camp to answer things so we can figure out what we're doing. That's right. That's right. Because it's here. It is here and we are preparing for it, which is why we're going to talk about the fall. Yep. At the moment of this podcast Recording. episode coming out. Oh, coming out. Okay. Yes. At the moment of this podcast episode coming out, I am in Decatur, Alabama at a director training. There are 25 people in the room. Five of those people are new First Party of America hires. The That's others awesome. are either new chapter or existing chapter hires that uh, just want to get updated again. So super excited about the opportunity that's there that's uh, being taken advantage of. And yeah, we'll see where that goes. I'm going to be there with you. You're there with me? I am. I'm that's there. Right. I, there's so many things going on. I'm dead. Yeah, forget I'm there with you. So we're I'm super both excited there. about that. I bet you are. <laughs> Hey, I can tell by the way you had remembered it. If you're not watching this on YouTube, you need to see my facial expression when that uh, when you announced that. That was classic. Oh. oh, so let's talk about the fall. What, what, what? Uh, where do you want to start today when it comes to fall? I'm guessing you're thinking about trainings. I, I am thinking about the training, the club training that's going on. Last week talked about last week, we talked about the spring meetings and just evaluating everything. Some of the things we're looking forward to this fall, but, and, and continuing on with that conversation, we talked last week about maximizing the school year, getting your school calendar out, um, figuring out how you can get the most club cycles in the school year, which I'll begin this week by saying, we, you need to do that and put a date on the calendar. When is that date where you can get your club leadership team together, when you can get a group of students from five schools together, whatever it is you're in charge of, and put that date on the calendar and get those students in the room to start talking about the epic cycle for this fall. Yep, and you bring up a good point in that. Everybody mm -hmm. who approaches this is gonna approach it differently in terms of their crowd, mm -hmm. but the date on the calendar is really the most important thing. It is. Because you can always adjust dates, but if you never put it on there, you're shooting at a target that doesn't exist, right? That's right. The minute I put the target on, then I know I've got six weeks, I've got four weeks, I've got 
it, things are counting down towards actually doing the training, which is a big deal. Correct. And it spurs in our minds when, when we put a date on the calendar, it spurs in our minds to start, oh, now I need to do this. Oh, now I need to do that. And without putting that date on the calendar, your mind doesn't start beginning planning for it. And so put that date on the calendar, um, reach out to a few people, say, see when the earliest it is you can get that date on the calendar and begin that planning process. It's good. The next, can, when can you do the next right thing? Well, I don't know until I figure out when I'm going to actually do the thing. That's right. So that's great. That's right. Yep. So that is important to, to get that moment where everybody's in the room or as many people as possible are in the room. Everybody's in the room and putting the club resources in front of them. You can go to our web store, uh, firstparty.club shop, look at a club kit, yep. um, download some of the, the materials for the, the fall club, begin prepping yourself, but then be really ready for that 45 to 90 minute opportunity you have to just sit with the students, say, hey, what are we all about this year? How can we take the hope of Christ to every student in our school? Yeah, and everybody in the room, I think we need to bring just some clarity to that. Everybody in the room is anybody who's going to be involved yep. on the campus level. That's right. So whether it's the faculty, there's an opportunity for them to hear the training and go through it so that yep. they make sure that we're doing the right things. Mm -hmm. The campus coaches, obviously, because they're going to be coaching throughout the year. Yep. The students, obviously, but the that everybody in the room really is all-inclusive to anybody who has a piece of the pie on the campus. That's right. That's right. And it's a great opportunity for those of us who do have a board of directors or a regional advisory team, mm -hmm. right, to allow them to serve those yeah. two group of people, right? Don't, yeah. don't disclude your board or the people that are coaching you as a director or as a coach, right? Mm -hmm. Allow them to come and be a part and serve because all they're going to do is be another good voice for you Correct. throughout the year. Correct. As students, it, Vision Leaks, we've talked about that before, mm -hmm. right? You can train once. It doesn't mean that it's going to fit. Yep. In about three months, right? right. They're not going to be sure what they're doing and what their names are. So mm -hmm. go ahead and have people in there that can repeat the vision that you're casting during that event. Correct. Because they're going to only add to the conversation that's there. What, what's running through my mind right now is, hey, we want to do an invite week and it's fall season. Let's you know reach out to the band and do this. Well, if you have your district advisory team or some parents in the room, those moms are going to know when the Summit High School Band is going to Indianapolis for the weekend. Yeah. And both sides of that, you can avoid that moment if you're trying to reach out to the band, but you can also capitalize on the next moment because you know the band moms know what the band is doing exactly. for this fall. So I've got a meeting on Friday to start prepping for that for this fall. So you are right, everybody's talking about the fall. Mm, gosh. Which then I think would be helpful now that we've talked about who's supposed to be in the room. Let's talk mm -hmm. a little bit logistically about what a training looks like, if you don't mind. I don't think you need to do the timeline of it, but if you could just walk through the elements of it, I think that would be helpful. Well, I'm going to climb up on a soapbox okay. as my first element um, right now, because most often we focus on the four-week cycle and helping everybody understand the purpose of each week of the cycle and beginning to plan that first month. But my soapbox right now is the follow-up and the follow-through to say, hey, we're not looking, our goal isn't to check boxes, right? Our goal is for life change. So what does follow-up and follow-through look like and who is in charge of that? Um, the whole leadership team, you, you talked about having a faculty sponsor and a campus coach, but if there are eight to 10 student leaders at your club, then which one of those students is in charge of making sure that follow-up happens. It doesn't mean that they have to be the one that texts or calls or meets Correct. with every student that checks a box, but they're the ones who says, hey, Johnny, and hey, Susie, 
you're in charge of going to follow up with your friend because you invited three people and one of them checked the box. Will you follow up with them before their head hits the pillow tonight? And so, yeah, putting somebody in charge of that and making sure they have the adequate tools. I'll refer back to our website again, firstparty.club slash resources. There are three boxes on there. It has the connection cards, so they can check a box. It has a follow-through guide that even gives you a script to say, hey, thanks for coming to First Priority today, and a text message. Yep. Hey, thanks for coming to First Priority today. Um, you checked a box. I'd like to follow up with you with what that means. That's not the script. I'm making it up on my head. Yeah, I get it. But there's a piece of paper on firstparty.club that's the follow-through guide that says, let's make sure we follow through with people who check a box on Invite Week and, and specifically invite them back to club because not everybody's ready to jump into church or to do mm-hmm. other things. Um, but those resources are out there on the firstparty.club website. Hmm. That's good. That's mm-hmm. very good. So is that good with the follow through? That's, that's the number one thing we need to make sure that we do because we are about relationships. We're not about a meeting. We're about life change. And we want to take the hope of Christ to every student. So following up with that. Then obviously the second part of that is the four-week cycle. Yeah. So we want students to be equipped, prepared, invite their friends, and connect people to a local church. So. And there are multiple places, I think, you can correct me if I'm wrong, there's multiple places that as leadership, we can go to gather that information about what the four-week cycle is, four-week cycle is going to look like yep. this upcoming year. Where are those places? Well, caveat to that thing, at the moment of this podcast being released those next fall resources are not there yet it's okay. still last years okay but you can go to firstparty.club slash epic and you can go to firstparty.club slash hope depending on which four-week cycle you're using and you can get the materials there right now again they are the 2021-22 school years materials my goal is by july 1st that we Great. transition that over to the 22 school year could be the 15th i'm going to just give myself a little bit of grace but um, we will be working diligently here in the next month to get all of those tools up and ready for this fall. So as a director, the if and but question for me is, mm-hmm. if I am using what's currently on firstparty.club because I'm planning ahead, yep. the changes to this year's curriculum is not going to be so dramatic No, that training with last year's is going to harm me at all, correct? Correct. Okay. And familiarizing yourself with last year's, if you haven't done it before, if you obviously if you're doing it right now, the epic cycle, it's still going to be the, the four, the gospel presentation. They're going to use that same Great. resource the whole year. Great. And hope is, is choose this day. We're going to make some tweaks to that. Um, but most people did not use that this past year. And that was uh, a guide for two years ago during COVID. So yeah. most people didn't use it at all. So we're going to revamp that a little bit and, and push that back out there again. Great. That's so, great. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Uh, can I add one more thing to training? I would expect you to. Um, don't rely on the 45 to 90 minutes you have on that calendar. You are a club coach for a reason. A football coach doesn't do the first spring practice and then say to the football team, hey, have a good Play season. Ball. Yep. Play ball. They show up on Friday night. And then they take four to six more days of practice and get them ready for the next one. So as a coach, don't expect for that 45 minute training event that we just talked about to be the end all be all and you can sit on cruise control. That first month is key. Um, Two sides of it, right? You go to EPI, you get to invite week, 
and nobody invites anybody. Mm-hmm. There's two sides of that. Number one, they need to trust that what you're going to do, they want some, they're, they're willing to invite their friends mm-hmm. to. They need to trust the club. And so work to build that trust to say, hey, when we say we're going to share the good news of Jesus in a positive and fruit-filled way, share that, even if it's the same eight kids in the room, because yeah. those eight kids need to know and trust that next month when you get to invite week, that they can invite their friend and it's going to be a safe place for them to have a conversation about Jesus. It's good. Right? But then the other side of that is, especially if you get to month two and they're not inviting their friends, then it's just a meeting. And either they're not called to this club to be really leaders, to share the hope of Christ and to be missionaries in their school, or there's something else wrong and you got to figure out what that is. Mm-hmm. Right? And so the equip, the repair, building into that invite week, and then obviously the connect week is connecting them back to the local church and work. That's the follow-up process. That's part of that follow-up process. Yep. But I'd really hone in on that invite week. And even before that, if those eight kids, I'm using eight as a round number, um, student leaders, if they're not inviting friends, even the first couple of weeks, you know, engage that conversation. Hey, what is, what, what is it going to take for us to be a lighthouse? We're not a church service. We're not a meeting. We're a missional community. Hmm. And what does that look like for us? Good. So. Yeah, I, I don't have anything to add to that that would be helpful. The bottom line is that it's it's got to be discussed and it's mm-hmm. got to be focused. The only thing I would literally say is the reason we call them coaches is because coaches never stop replanting the vision and the mission yep. of the four-week cycle, right? You never, yep. you never put it on cruise in a school year unless you're calling a school year quits. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. So. Get that date on the calendar. Um, epic follow-up. Don't make it complicated. You don't have to be a rocket doctor to do first priority. It's just a missional community out there trying to share the hope of Christ. And so, and then, yeah, just keep at it. Keep with it. Continue to, to fine-tune, make things better, to capitalize on opportunities, plan ahead. Um, start talking about the Christmas party now and saying, hey, let's let's do a big thing in December and Everybody loves Christmas, so let's let's have a party and invite the whole school to show up and share the gospel. Yeah, I, I will mention this, and uh, church planting sees this a lot. When you first start something like this, there's that core group that shows up to the original training, right? Mm-hmm. They are all about starting something. Yep. And then you get a little bit into the school year, and all of a sudden you figure out who was just a starter and not mm-hmm. actually somebody that was going to maintain and stick with it. Mm-hmm. But then you've got this next layer of leadership that shows up that are maintainers yep. or just new to it. Yep. And so the idea of continually training also allows you to bring in fresh leadership. Mm-hmm. So the same six kids aren't speaking at everything for the entire school year. Yeah. Right. It started with six or eight. There's your round number. We had kids drop out because of athletics, because of beta, because of other things. Right. And so yeah. then you have this fresh growth of kids that see as an opportunity. Oh, that's an area that I can jump into. And so you. Again, the reason you got to keep training is because you're going to have new leaders. That's right. Those of you that report for First Party America, I think it's really important that we do report when we have new leaders. Yep. And, hey, we've had to go through training again because I've got a half dozen new leaders. Yep. Those need to be added to the leaders that you trained that mm-hmm. year because they've been trained as student missionaries. Mm-hmm. And right. it's good for us to see that that number grows throughout the school year as it did in, we discussed in a previous podcast. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's a good word. It's a very good word. We often forget that type of thing, right? Those personalities, those giftings are in there. Those students, we want to draw those giftings out. So keep it in front of them, always. So 
Well, thanks, Jericho. It's a good conversation. You got anything, any final thoughts or anything? I don't. Like I just, you just did. I agree with your first one, which is uh, put it on the calendar. That's right. Choose a date. That's choose right. Choose a date, choose a team, and let's go. Sounds good. Well, we look forward to the fall and seeing what happens. We ended the school year with 713 schools on the list. And how many students change, you, train? Do you remember that? 2,200 and some. Ish, yeah. 2,200. Yes. I thought that was right. And so this was a unique year where... You know, things slowly launched throughout the fall, even into the spring. It was a slow climb from 400 to the 713. But I'm hopeful and optimistic that we can start with 700 clubs this fall and get them all back up and running and uh, grow from there. And we'll see where it goes. To God the glory. That's right. To us the fun. Well, thanks everybody for listening in. As always, a five-star review is appreciated. Sharing this with a friend who may also be interested is also appreciated. And we appreciate you listening in. And I always appreciate Steve Jericho and the time we get to spend together. I wish so. you could see online what he's doing. All, All right, right everybody. You see you soon. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.